Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Hello and welcome again to this week's episode of the New Christian Podcast. I am so thankful that you've tuned in each week to listen to this podcast and I'm grateful that you've subscribed and are listening from week to week. Please leave a comment on my social media platforms uh, so that I can see where you're listening from. It would be great to hear from you. Uh, you can reach me on my Facebook channel uh, on facebook.com forward slash Preacher Jim C or my YouTube channel by the same name, Preacher Jim C. You see, for the last few weeks, we have been looking at the topic of shame. We first started with the provisions of shame and then last week we went to the deliverance from shame so this week i want to talk about healing from shame healing from shame uh, we're going to look at a story in the gospel of mark again in chapter 5 uh, in verses 21 through 34 that's mark's gospel chapter 5 verses 21 through 34 now in this uh, collection of stories. There's actually two stories here that are uh, uh, talked about in Mark's Gospel, and we're going to read through both of these stories, but I want to focus on the second story, and I'll reiterate a little bit more about the first story as we go along. So let's begin reading in verse 21 of chapter 5 of Mark's Gospel. It says, Jesus got into the boat again and went back to the other side of the lake. This is the Sea of Galilee is where they're, they're at, where a large crowd had gathered around him on the shore. Then the leaders, leader of a local synagogue, whose name was Jairus, arrived. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, pleading fervently with him, my little daughter is dying, he said. Please come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can live. Verse 24, Jesus went with him and all the people followed, crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years consistently bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors and over the years she had spent everything she had to pay for them. But she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus, so she came, came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. If I could just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately, the bleeding stopped and she could feel her body that she had been healed 
of her terrible condition. Amen. Jesus, in verse 30, Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him, so he turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, Look at this crowd pressing all around us. How can you ask, Who touched me? But he kept on looking around to see who had done it. Then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell at her feet, at her knees in front of Jesus, and told him what she had done. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. You see, in today's story, the shame of the hemorrhaging woman's unclean status was something she couldn't escape from. She could not escape from it. The chronic nature of her condition was miserable. The doctors had bled her dry of economic resources also. But the worst effect of her ongoing illness was how it redefined all her relationships. Get that. It redefined all her relationships. Like a leper, a woman, woman's bleeding condition include, excluded her from approaching God in her temple, in, in his temple, or from interacting freely in her community. She was ostracized at that time. She was looked down upon. Anything she touched would be instantly considered unclean in that culture. Jesus not only demonstrated great power, he also showed tremendous compassion. Jesus' power over nature, evil spirits, and even death was motivated by his compassion. The rabbi, rabbis of the day considered such people unclean, this woman, unclean. Polite society avoided them. But Jesus reached out and helped everyone in need. In contrast to the synagogue leaders who could directly ask Jesus to touch his daughter, just like in our first story, the synagogue leader Asked, pleaded with Jesus to touch his, just touch his daughter and she'll be healed. She will live. The woman had to try to figure out a way to get his, to get his needs needed touch without either making him ritually unclean or receiving his rebuff, right? So she was shameful and she knew because of the culture, if she was to touch somebody, they would be deemed unclean as well. So she had in her mind this shame in her feeling that she had to figure out a way to touch this man, just touch him without anyone knowing about it. But Jesus was God in the flesh and he had this power within him and he knew that power had left him when the woman touched him and she was healed. 
But what's happening here is, you see, fear held her back, but faith compelled her to risk reaching out. That's what we have to do. Even though fear is holding us back and shame is drawing us away, faith compels us to risk reaching out. Jesus instinctively knew healing that had happened in her body. But he also knew the bleeding that continued in her heart, the shame that she felt for all those years. Twelve years of shame would stop in a moment. So he put the crowd on hold including the high-ranking religious leader who was worried, was a worried father and focused his attention on this woman. You see, our shame runs deep and Jesus may heal us, but the shame can still continue. How are we to realize ourselves in this and from this? How are we to release ourselves from this? By a daily reminder that God is with us. God is with us. Let go and let God reveal to you how he sees you, not how the world sees you. He affirmed her faith in him and her worth to God. He transformed her from an untouchable woman to a daughter in the family of the Lord. Jesus can do that for you folks. He can take that shame. He can take, take that remorse. He can take, take those feelings of rejection and disapproval and turn them into a message. Are there people that you prefer to exclude from your community or your family? Ask the Lord to give you his perspective on these people. Does he offer them forgiveness and welcome them into his family? Of course he does. How can you be an agent of his healing and love? How can you be an agent of his healing and love? As followers of Jesus, let's be willing to restore the untouchables to fellowship. My friends, Jesus is the great divide. If we only trust in him, if we repent of our sins, ask Jesus to be the Lord of our life, surrender our lives to him completely. Acknowledge who he is and what he did for us on the cross. Ask him to be a, the Lord of your life and be a part of your life forever. He will come in and he will strip that shame, that those feelings of rejection and pain and suffering he will strip those away. He doesn't promise 
that everything will be all peaceful at all times. But he does promise that he'll be with you always through it. And that's my message for today. As we look at how do we heal from this shame in our lives. It's through Jesus. It's definitely through Jesus. Jesus is the only way for healing. He is the only truth, the only life. No one comes to the Father, meaning no one gets to heaven except through Jesus alone. That's the gospel, folks. That's Jesus. That's who he is, and that's what he's done. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the New Christian Podcast. I look forward to hearing from you. Please, I encourage you, send me a message. Give me a message and let me know where you're listening at from, where you're hearing this message from. I'm looking at my uh, episodes and, and I'm looking at the demographics and it, and it seems like this message is going out to many places, even overseas from what it looks like. I'd love to hear from you. Remember, you can go to my YouTube channel, uh, just type in the search bar, Preacher Jim C, all one word, or my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Preacher Jim C, and you can send me a message there. I'd love to hear from you, I really would. And, and uh, let me pray for you today as we look at this idea of healing uh, from our shame uh, and uh, as we grow in our faith. Would you pray with me? Father, we come before you today humbled and accepting of your love. We ask that you be with us today. Help drive this fear, this shame from our hearts. Help guide our minds. Help draw us to you. Be with us as we struggle through the pains and the, and the struggles of life and this shame that, that we may feel. Father, I ask you to be with each and every one of the listeners within the sound of my voice that will hear this message. I want you to, I, I wish for you and I pray for you to be close to those with a repentant heart. And I ask that you be with all of us as we share the message of the gospel in these coming weeks and months. Father, we're in the middle of uncertain times with this pandemic and we ask that you continue to guide our hearts and our minds so that you ultimately get the glory in all that we do and all that we say. Let it be for you, Lord, that we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the new Christian Podcast. Have a blessed week. I want to thank you for joining me on the new Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter uh, links, links are there, and you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up, and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us, and have a blessed day.